praise you. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory, glory. All right. Today I'll be my testimony of my life and how God has worked upon my life. Thank you, Jesus. And the title of my testimony is Better Than My Way Back to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory, Jesus. Yes, yes. Right. Thank you, Lord. Glory, glory. Growing up in the church and continuing being in the church as a young adult. Growing up in the church and continuing being in the church as a young adult. The scripture we use is Proverbs 26. Train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from you. People often use this verse as a guarantee that if you raise your children in the discipline and discretion of the Lord, they'll always stay on the right path. That interpretation can be problematic, particularly for the big parents. I know who have seen their older children stray from the faith. We all know that we can try our best, and sometimes the results are different then we will have hope. God has given us free will to make our choices, make our own choices. And it's up to that person to choose how he wants to live. All right, getting to my testimony. Come up as a child in the church. Um, I was an Urshan. Oh, I, I knew nothing about Urshan. <laughs> but um, my auntie, she, I, I won't say she forced me into being an Urshan. But I was always around Urshan. <laughs> so one day she took me to the Urshan meeting. And, um, I remember like, going to the Urshan meeting. Here at And he was like, who another word up? And she was like, oh, you with me. You with me. You want to become an Urshan. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. Now, growing up from the age, I want to say eight. Until I graduated high school, I was first in the church. When I left out to college, I went to Benedict College first. They had a church on campus. And I get up on Sundays and I go to church. And then when I come back home and visit, I always continue my urgent duties. So I did that for a year, and then um, I decided to transfer out of the state to continue my education and play football. I attended a few churches around the home, but you know, I just really couldn't make up my mind of which one I wanted to stay consistent with. So after attending Mount Zion for sports day, I started, I started going there. And every Sunday, mind you, I go to church. Now in college, my mindset was all in the wrong places. It was in the wrong places. But I never took God out of my mind. Amen. And again, I continued to go to church. Alright. Next point. Realizing that God has been putting on me, but just didn't want to give up some more of anything. And the scripture I'm going to use for this main point right here is Romans 
and divide. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. As I started my adulthood after college, I continued to stay in church. I was out here doing worldly things. I was feeling myself. I still had that college mindset. Then, I joined the coaching staff at Monroe High School. And I was excited to see my boy being shaved because we started coaching at the same time. <laughs> and there was a coach named Coach Jefferson. Um, I looked up to him as an uncle because my uncle had uh, got murdered. And like you feel being for my uncle. So I remember we was out of time and we was sitting at the bar. And I said to him, God blessing me now. I wanna know what he would do if I was to stop. Well, I wanna know how he would bless me if I was to stop doing my similar stuff I was doing now. Glory. Glory. And he looked at me. He said, That's a good point. Yeah, Maybe that's something you should yourself. As he said that, I sat there for about a while. I was like, God, 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 come on. He's putting on me, but again, I didn't want to give all the words of things I didn't want to give him. After that, it became just a thought. And I continued to give him. But I was still in the church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I got worse. <laughs> I got worse. Now that I look at it and think about what I've done over my life, I was being dominated by the sinful nature and thinking about sinful things. It felt good to my flesh, and I continue to be motivated by the wrong things in life. I hear doing whatever. I, I had this, I want to say cocky attitude, but. It was okay. I do what I wanted. Glory to Jesus. And I was like, in a relationship, I had no business standing. So years went by, and after a while, I tried to settle and focus on the things that would be a start to change in my life. I remember a classmate that I went to school with. I watched how she changed her life around. And I asked her, I said, what, what church you go to? And she told me, she told me what church she attended. And at that point, I was like, man, she didn't. Nah, I know her. I'm in church now. I know her now, I know how she is. Let me go to the church and see what they're talking about. Cause she turned around like, yeah, let me go. Let me go see. So I had already missed the Sunday service, and I ended up going to the Tuesday night service that they had. Mm-hmm. And as I was sitting in church and listening to the word, and it was almost time to go, Pastor called me out. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a promise. Mm-hmm. When he had a promise, I said, it really did. It did. 
an opportunity to speak to myself about how I was dissatisfied with my job situation and what I was going through with my relationship. That was God once again putting on me, showing and telling me that He still was there for me. And this was a couple of years later. Mind you, I think it was 2000. I won't say it was 2015. When I, when, I, when I said what I had to say at the board to the coach, and this was 2017 when he came back and gave me that prophecy. And that's just letting me, just letting me know that he was still feeling me. But I still chose to follow my own way. But I was still into the church. <laughs> And notice I keep saying, I was still into the church. <laughs> right? Amen. Next point. God let me go through some things to open my eyes. Oh, and even with some things he gave me some, I still didn't know. Uh-huh. And the scripture for this point right here is Acts 26 18. Acts 26 18. It reads, To open their eyes. So that they may turn from darkness to light, Amen. and from power, and from power of Satan to God. Amen. That they may receive forgiveness of sins, and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Alright. Remember I told y'all in the innovation that I had no belief in you, that I had no belief in you. I said that a long time ago. But I was comfortable. Yeah. I, was, I, I, I was comfortable in every show. And God gave me a lot of red flags from the start. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we had our mind talking instead of our heart. My heart was telling me stay. My mind was telling me leave. Sometimes we got our heart when you talk to you. Amen. 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 Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. So, mm-hmm. and I'm standing there. It's just so comfortable. You know, getting married. And that's in your relationship. And through the marriage, is nothing, nothing seems to change. Just nothing seems to change. Mm-hmm. And you know how sometimes when you're wrong and you think, all right, if I do this, it may change. If I do that, it may change. But nothing changes. Nothing changes at all. So after a while, this stuff happened. And I'm separated. I was still trying to make it work. I was. But still we're still trying to make it work. I'm gonna say I was I was killing myself. Trying to make something work that God knew was going to work. Now one night it was a bad argument. And it wasn't man across the street. And he was like, Can you come here? Let me talk to you. And you know, I ain't been here the moment. Man, man, hold on, man. I'll, I'll be 
Come here, brother. Hold on. Come on. He kept saying, King, come here. Let me talk to you. So I went over to the talk to him and see what he wanted. And what he told me was she'll never understand. She'll never get it. Mm-hmm. He said it again. She'll never understand. She'll never get it. Mm-hmm. And the thing that stuck out to me the most after he said that, he said, this is God talking. This ain't me. And I didn't, I never seen a man there in my life. I never knew him. After that, I never seen him. I never seen him then. No. And he was across the street, but I didn't see him then. So finally, I opened my eyes and realized I was tired. I was tired of it. And it never going to work. So, God the Lord, and I asked God for forgiveness. Amen. I started working on myself Amen. and I started trying to find myself Amen. all over here. Amen. My next main point is praying to God, asking Him for certain things towards my life. And the scripture for this main point is Job 14.2. Job 14.2. Lord, I know that you can do anything, and your plans are unstoppable. Amen. Lord, I know you can do anything, and your plans are unstoppable. So after all that went on, I'm back, back to myself, I'm sitting here again. I feel myself going back to my old ways. Ways that I didn't, didn't really want to start getting back into. But I did anyway. I have different outlook on things. And I had gave up on thinking if I was going to be with anybody else. I don't gave up like uh, I sit there and tell myself, man, ain't no one gonna tell me that I'm not good enough. Amen. You gonna sit there and tell me what to do? Saying this and saying that. 
I know the truth. I asked them. I just asked them to see if they're going to tell the truth. They still the first thing I tell them, you got a lot of people with me. You know? I mean, you're going to be up anyway, so you ain't, you, you got a lot of people. I'm by myself, you're by the first thing, you just want to go to the world, but I want to do. You want to go out? Then I was still thinking about some of the things that my ex had said to me. So I told him, man, I'm good. I am. I'm just chilling and enjoying this single life. The whole time, I was giving the devil what he wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After a while, it started to get old. Mm-hmm. It started to get old after a while. And I remember sitting on the forums, couldn't uh, one of my friends help. And then he was talking. And I told him, I said, you know what? It, it's all good to have females and this and that. But when you sit, why females gonna be there for you? <laughs> like, I'm getting old, I ain't getting no younger. <laughs> and it's all right, but I do wanna eventually come home with somebody. Right. I'm gonna keep coming home by myself. Then I began to talk to God and ask him to bring me someone in my life that would like me for me. Someone that we would enjoy being around each other. Have respect for one another. Love each other. Get along with a family. And someone that can help me. Not too long from then, I started cutting some of the females off. Realized they wasn't for me. And I wasn't trying to be serious with Nothing. God was working then. But this main point, and uh, this point right here is when I was sitting down preparing my testimony, this point right here took me about an hour. Because I write and I stop. And I laugh and I think about it. I can make a right to stop, laugh, think about it. But if I ain't got to learn, this main point is me and the woman I pray for. Mm-hmm. This scripture is Matthew 7 7 through 8. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking. And the door will be open to you. But everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. All right. So. I remember like you yesterday, you February 8th. the I always go to the gym work out. So that particular day, I warmed up and 
I started going to the bench there. And some just said, turn your head to the right. <laughs> I turned my head to the right. Some said, some told her to turn her head. <laughs>
<laughs> so that same unit, I asked over a favor this one. Let that Monday, that Friday, we were on our first date. I was nervous. I didn't want anything to go wrong. I'm going to tell you that. I'm saying myself, I need mean, to stop. So, yeah, yeah. You got to see this car. I don't want to make a main, I don't want to see a main. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was driving, okay, driving around, and she laid down the law. Well, not at first, I'm just talking. But when we got to the last, I remember, she laid down the law. I didn't tell you, I ain't doing this, I ain't doing that. Well, <laughs> I don't have time for this, I don't have time for that. So if you, yeah. you think this and think that, man, that's going to be real, bro. Amen. Right. But I always would be like, man, you know, I'm going to go ahead and eat, you know, I'm going to do But it was different. Yes, it was different. Now she said, all right. Okay. All the way back, uh, we talked about it, we talked about getting the purpose. And that was with this one, we were going to get the purpose. Not only did we get the purpose, but we were going to go the right way. Amen. When we got back, we sat, we talked, we enjoyed it for a minute, we talked, we knocked up. I ain't know if she was feeling me or not, I, I, I didn't want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I just, she'll take it back. And then they are, if she likes me, and if she don't, then you're over there. I really didn't mean that over there. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we continue to text and talk on the phone. And I still ask her what she likes to go on a date again. Now, fellas, you know when you like somebody, when you text them and ask them, you want to go on a date again, you be sitting there waiting for that response. I'm going to be on this move. I was sitting there waiting for that response. Like, what she going to say? What she going to say? What she going to say? Then when she replied back, yes, I love to. You know how you are, bro. So the conversation got even better. And we started talking about God. Amen. I told her a story about the time when God was pulling on me. And I wanted to be committed to him. First thing she did was she pulled out of the cup. Uh, just communicate. After a while, I said to myself, I, I really, really like her. Phone calls started getting long. And it felt like we was in high school all over again. You know, in high school, you'd be on the phone, you'd be on the phone, you'd be on the phone. You know, it's time to go to bed, you got to go to work the next day. She didn't get off the phone. All right, we'll get off the phone at 6 o'clock tonight. Okay, 6 o'clock tonight. All right, all right, 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. One point at 1, 1 30 in the morning. Talk. Right. Not long after, I could everybody on me. Uh, you know what? I, uh, that's what I got going on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make up my mind and say to myself, she's the one. She's the one to get all my attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to get around. So, I remember going to pick up some cookies. <laughs> I brought them to the restaurant. I had, you know, going inside the restaurant to get the cheese. And that's when I met her friend, Tom. 
Brother Dan, it's funny that all kinds of questions. You know, she's like, so, what are y'all? Are y'all dating? Are y'all dating? Excuse me. So we look at each other, I was like, dating exclusively. And that's when we became first aid boyfriend and girl. But we call it dating exclusively. My life started changing and I knew it. It got even better. She said it one night after a long phone conversation that she gets up early in the morning and read and pray around 4 a.m. on the day she goes to the gym and 5 a.m. on the day she don't. I felt bad all that. I got on the phone, even though she wanted me on the phone too, but I got on the phone. So I decided to get up and read and pray with her as well. It became a routine, and then we started going to Bible things together. Yo, man, my wife know I help. Got up that early with anybody mm-hmm. reading and praying. Mm-hmm. So look, look here. when I tell y'all I was feeling myself, you can tell me that I have a woman that the first thing we do in the mornings before anything is read and pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my life, mm-hmm. out of all my 30 years, you know, when you were kids at that time. Mm-hmm. Out of all my kids, I never had that in my life before. I have a woman that we get up and read and pray every morning before we do anything else. So I said to myself, I got me some good now. She's not going anywhere. So around 10, 10 I used to send her, well, I still do, I send her donations to let her know how to feel. She asked me, she's like, why, why do you send me that at a certain time of the day? And the response that I gave her was, because. I said I was going to do this with the next moment I was going to be serious with. Mm-hmm. So we just had passed by and she invited me to church. Mm-hmm. She told me she wanted me to see her, her side of praise to God. Mm-hmm. And that just continued to draw me even closer to her. Mm-hmm. And I was told by Mr. Johnson that I had to come to church two more times. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see me still standing there? Amen. 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 I think this is the 10th minute. Amen. But a lot has taken place between, between us. I'm saying we love each other. We've been family on very comfortable around. Very, very comfortable, comfortable around our family. We've been kids. My daughter's jail. My daughter's sons are me. Continue to go places. Continue to be around each other. And most important thing, the most important thing in is keeping God first in our relationship. Amen. Amen. They want to live upon the day, doing it right, doing the right way. And that is what we're going to stick to. God placed her in my life because He knew she was exactly what I needed. Amen. And He knew she was the one for me. I want to trade her for anything. In a word, in the other woman. Amen. 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 Tony, I appreciate you. And I love you. All right. Finally. Finally. Giving God God a yes. Mm -hmm. Giving my life over to him. Amen. Amen. Just remind you, I said it was a battle. I I was battling that to him. Mm -hmm. And I have three three scriptures for this one. The first one is Romans 12, 19. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
Don't count it as an that it cost you of his word. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. The second scripture is Philippians 2.13. God is working in you, giving you the desire to obey him and the power to do what he needs to do. And the third, so the third scripture is 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Amen. My mindset finally started to change. And as I continued to go to church and read, I started getting more prophecies. It was crazy because the prophecies I was getting was from two different people. But it was in the same category. Amen. I knew one was God is demanding more from me. God is demanding more from me. That's the truth. The other one was God wants you to walk with him this year. He wants your gifts. And the third one was he's going to give you power. Power to help people. Now to that point, before the third prophecy, after the second one, I remember sitting in the house one night. And I said, okay, God, all right. She had my ears. She had my ears. And I'm willing to walk with you. I am. But you have to help me. You have to help me with this walk with you. Show me and guide me along the way because I don't know. I, 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 mean, I don't know what, what you want from me. I, all I know is what you want is. And I'm just trying to, you're just trying to do the right thing and do the right by you. So one of our prophecies, um, like it was balanced and work in God's time. And I was, I was coming to Bible study, and I was going to miss Bible study one night because of the football practice. So I was like, no, I don't want to be Bible study. I've been going, so I'm going to continue to go. So I got on the, on the podcast with Bible study, and I'm out there holding practice, and I'm listening to Bible study at the same time. So I'm walking around, I'm really trying to listen, and one of the coaches said, Coach, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, you don't know. Like, what am I saying? I said, <laughs> I said, now, I'm listening to Bob's good. <laughs> he's like, okay, okay, okay. And one of the kids, I guess he heard it. Because every time I come to prayer, I'm like, he's like, who's coming to the Bob's good? Amen. Amen. Glory. Yes, God. Two weeks later, going to church, I rolled out of the prayer on a piece of paper. And I went to the altar call, and I did a pastor's house. He looked at it, he read it, and he said, it's already done. Mm-hmm. And he prayed for it. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, my way of thinking continued to change. My choice of words continued to change. Mm-hmm. Even the way I coach started to change. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling my players all that, 
I'm going to put y'all here for this shit. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to curse at you, but I'm, I'm going to continue to get on your behind uh -huh. and coach you hard. I'm not going to curse. Glory, glory. Of course, they didn't believe that. <laughs> they didn't believe that at all. Mm -hmm. And I said, think about it. It's been a whole week. Have I cursed at y'all? They thought what he said. He's like, I don't know, Coach. That's what happened. But wait, but wait. It ain't spring football practice. It ain't spring football practice. You're saying everything. <laughs> spring football practice over. I did that because of that. Glory to God. And it's just really good because they respond a different way. Instead of sitting down, they be more attentive to what I have to say. And last Friday, we had, we had our spring game, and my position scored four touchdowns. For the football people, they score four touchdowns. One for the four to six, but I mean, for the four points, we had two in the yellow. My position had two in the yellow. And it's just amazing to me how the girl has been working in my life. Every day, I see and think about how I have changed. Even though he's still working on me, he's still working on me. But, and I have to continue to put forth the work. I'm just glad I finally opened up and let him in. If he was good and the things that I thought I would be missing out on, the worldly things, mm -hmm. I wouldn't even listen. Mm -hmm. I don't miss him at all. Not only I am sitting in church, but I am applying his word to my life. Amen. 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 I was still in the church. I was still in the church. I was still in the church. But now I'm applying his word in my life. Yes. That's the difference. Yes, it is. That's the difference. Amen. You can go to church and just sit up in church. Yes. And um, sit up in church on Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, you go back to your same way. Yes. With the change in me. Glory. And I've been, I've been, I've been trying to be right ever since. Yeah. Huh. But that being said, I've been praying as well as it is even for the yeah. purpose of his team yeah. and his people. Yeah. And the power that he bestowed upon my life. Yeah. That I use it to please him and the purpose. I finally have a blood on my way back to Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thanks for listening to my first time. Amen. 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 Amen.